Welcome to Kicking It. Uh, we have a guest today for our very first episode, Emily Buis. Her and I went to college together, and she was kind enough to come on the podcast today. So we're going to just jump right in. Um, yeah. Hey, Emily, what's up? Hey, not much. How's your week been? Well, it's Monday, right? Okay. <laughs> just checking um, because it's felt like forever. Pretty good. I mean, I had an interview this morning. Yeah. My first, my first interview for like a big girl job. So this is when you're done. So Emily is in pharmacy school mm-hmm. and she's been crushing it. She's almost done. She'll be done mm-hmm. May? April 30th. April 30th. Oh, wow. That's yeah. super soon. We're in like the countdown for sure. Okay. So you're getting, you're getting done. Yeah. So how was that interview? It was really, so it was supposed to be only 20 minutes, which at first I was like, okay, this is with CVS, and like, they're just making sure I have a pulse. Okay. Like, can I carry a conversation? Like, I don't understand how it's only 20 minutes. Right. Um, but no one else signed up, so I was like, oh. all right, maybe I'm the only person that's interested, and we got to talk for like 45 minutes, um, with, there okay. was like no time constraint. Gotcha. But it was really basic, just like, why pharmacy? Mm-hmm. What are your strengths? Tell me about yourself. What was your like favorite rotation throughout school? Your least favorite? Why? Okay. What do you want to do with pharmacy type stuff? Nice. So how is the interview process for a job different than you've done like a lot of interviews for residencies and different I programs? I didn't go through with residency. Okay. So like when you finish pharmacy school and I'm sure it's the same for med school, mm-hmm. although I can really only speak from pharmacy, you kind of go either a residency route, okay, which is where you, if you like want to be trained to work in a hospital setting, okay, you can do a fellowship route, which is if you want to be in the industry, um, or you can do like the community route, which is like the CVSs or specialty pharmacies, independent pharmacies. So I didn't do the residency because I don't really have a passion for like hospital pharmacy jobs. So you would have to work in like some kind of medical building that mm-hmm. way yeah okay. you like would be legitimately in a hospital and like you can work in the ed for a shift okay. you do the icu shifts and nice. you just kind of go around and see if you want to further specialize okay um, but you work i don't know 80 hour weeks presenting all the time and for half the pay right. and i'm just like i don't have the drive anymore i just went from straight to undergrad immediately into pharmacy school i'm eight years into college i'm done I oh, just yeah. want a job. You did I your just time. Want to make money. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I like working with people and in the community, that's where you get to have the most people interactions that right. matter and make differences that you don't do so much in the hospital. So that's where mm-hmm. I feel most valued. So it's a better connection. It's more one-on-one or you have familiar, more familiar people that you're working yeah. with rather than people coming in and out of the hospital. Exactly. Where you hope to like never see them again in the hospital. Right. And a lot of times you do. And then that's super sad. Whereas in the community setting, you can kind of follow their care it's more mm-hmm. personalized care right and you just provide better education for them if you you know they struggle with adherence which mm-hmm. is like you know following your prescriptions taking them as right. you should you know that and you get to form a relationship and just help them beyond a superficial level that's really cool yeah that's awesome so see that's very exciting well keep us posted oh my gosh i will that's crazy coming fast so how did you decide you wanted to get into farm like or apply for pharmacy school I had there's kind of a few reasons and like I weigh them equally the same one of them is just like the stability of it obviously I always viewed it as like a very stable job Mm -hmm. they grew up with a lot of stability my parents are both disabled so right there there were no jobs there and just really tight money and I'm like "I, Mm -hmm. I don't want that for myself um and then I had a really my best friend in high school 
her brother, who was like five or six years older than us, he was like, "You girls should go into pharmacy. Okay. It's good money." And I was like, "Okay, sure." So that was I'm like very first. easily persuaded. Yeah, <laughs> I'm persuaded. Okay. Um, and so I was like, "Okay, sounds good." Yeah. And I talk to him sometimes now, and he's like, "And I'm like, this is because of you." He's like, "No, I was just throwing the idea out there. Like you took it and ran." And I was like, "I swear to God, if you didn't say anything, this isn't where I'd be." Yeah. Um. So like that reason, you know, there's good pay, mm-hmm. all those things, and then also. My mom has, um, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in like 2005. Okay. And was just really sick. Like her medicines were not, they didn't go with each other well. Mm-hmm. And like no one was monitoring that. Right. She was like unconscious for days at a time, super sick. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why is no one checking this? Right. Is so you have like, like a little bit of a personal reason yeah, for doing definitely. it as well. Mm-hmm. That's and really so, important. Like, yeah, what I do with patients, I'm like, okay, I want to make sure the medication that they have are helping them, mm-hmm. not hurting them. Can they, you know, live a normal life mm-hmm. without being affected by their disease or their medications right are there interactions that they don't know about yeah are the drugs like are they overlapping a lot of times if they see different providers they'll like put on two of the same drugs and mm-hmm. it's like these do the same thing you don't need both of them they're just right. causing more interactions so just being like a second pair of eyes for people being, yeah like, like being, being an advocate, advocate. Exactly. yeah there you Jinx. go yes oh yeah 100 percent. it's like I think when you start to find something that you really enjoy and you find what you're passionate about, mm-hmm. almost always it has like some sort of reason for doing it. Like, why did you decide? And I think that's really cool that you have that purpose because mm-hmm. then it brings it into your job and you're like, oh, okay, uh, I have a reason behind this. Yeah. I know why I want to do this. And I kind of experienced on the other end when the job I'm do- that I'm going for is not getting done properly, mm-hmm. it can impact um, people in a certain way. Yeah, for sure. So I joke with my friends, I'm like, that's my pharmacy school interview answer. <laughs> nice. And like the kind of equal answer is like, yeah, I just want a good job that pays well also. Right. So like they both matter. So it goes together. Yeah. Yeah, definitely making a good living definitely mm-hmm. helps your lifestyle. And There's times where I'm like, wow, healthcare like doesn't pay out as much as I feel like it should. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy, but well, you're I, do, super I, get, I get enjoyment out of it. So it's, it goes beyond money. That's for right. sure. Right. And you're able to like find that reason to keep going and like, mm-hmm. oh, this sucks. School yeah. is a drag. Oh my God. I'm As you know, I am not a school person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either though. Like I'm really not. My sister all the time, whenever I complain, she's like, you're going to miss it. I'm like, no, I won't. <laughs> no, yeah, you're like not I'm, I'm miss not making money. I'm yeah. paying to work full time. Right, miss like studying. No, like I really don't think I'll miss it. Yeah, I'm ready probably for not. A job. Especially when you work so hard for that long yeah. in school, and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm learning so many things. I'm paying for this like yeah. massive debt. Mm-hmm. Coming out on the other end, being like, I can make enough money yeah. to be okay for sure. We should talk a little bit about our Albany days. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, it feels like ancient history. Oh, so long ago. So I started at Albany in 2017, and then Emily is two two years older than I me? started in 2014. 2014. Mm-hmm. So I started a year late. I skipped a year after uh, high school. So that checks out. Yeah. Facts check out. Yeah. So yeah, we started at Albany together, and then I met Emily because I joined the rugby team mm-hmm. at Albany, um, which was an experience. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was captain. You were, like, crushing it. She would when like you joined. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I joined rugby. Like it was walking around um, the campus when they had tables. I forget what they call it. Like uh, the table event. Day. Yeah. Something or something like that. like that. And so we went to you all. Went to the Great Danes. So like a lot of puns around Dane. Yeah. Um, 
And so I just was walking around. Like, I definitely want to join a sport. I didn't know mm-hmm. why. I played soccer in high school. I hated it. I played basketball all year round. It was fine. Um, but I was, like, just interested in something new. And honestly, one of the girls just grabbed me. And she was like, okay, you look like you're going to play rugby. Here, sign up. And I was like, oh, okay. And it works out sure. well for Like you, I though. told you earlier, easily persuaded. So yeah. I was like, all right, I put my thing, like my email down. And then I had cleats with me because I just had a feeling I'd play something. Right. Um, and then I went to the first practice and I like literally didn't miss a practice after that. They were basically my only friends the whole mm-hmm. four years on campus. They're still my closest friends. Yeah. Yeah. I went on to be captain and just I have a total passion for that sport now. It's crazy. It was totally out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, you were captain when I joined, so I didn't know any team before you, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um, and I kind of joined the same way. I was at Dane Day, and I saw Perfect. the rugby table. Mm-hmm. We're and aggressive. Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and they were like, you. Yeah. I was like, me? I was like, I'm 5'2 I'm and 110 exactly. pounds. If we don't do that, no one will sign up. <laughs> yeah, I think no everyone's scared. Every size can play. There's a position for every person. Oh, yeah. Every size has a different role. Speed is a different, like, it doesn't matter. It's just... Well, we had, like, a teammate who was, like, 4'9", mm-hmm. and, like, 100 pounds, mm-hmm. and she would just, like, whip it up the side. Yeah, so. versus our 6'2", yeah, 180. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. We just had a whole variety, and that's Large how range. it works. Yeah, so we would do – it was kind of all year round. It was a club sport, but we would practice, like, five days a week for two hours. Yeah, it was definitely – it was often. And we would go against – D2 rugby teams mm-hmm. um, in New York. So we would play 15s in the fall, and then we would play 7s in the s- mm-hmm. spring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, And then just crazy. train in the winter. Train in the winter, the bubble. Yep. Run we had laps. This... Oh, God. Wrestling on the wrestling mat. I definitely got ringworm. Yeah. From, like, tackling. And no, that was things gross. on there, and I was like, we need to never do this again. Yeah. Uh, this is disgusting. And then playing on concrete, I'm like, we're not tackling in the wintertime. Yeah. It's we... not an option. Or we're not going to have any players for the spring. Yeah, like, this we're is crazy. You don't need to go that hard. Yeah. <sighs> but, you know, upstate New York, the winters are long, so. They we were had, so We had long. to do something. <laughs> and we would, like, we would have to go to practice. It was, like, usually six or seven PM mm-hmm. and it would be fourteen degrees, bitter cold. If you know like upstate New York, it's bone chilling cold. It's not just cold, you get the damp humidity mm-hmm. and it's awful. And we would have to go into this bubble that wasn't much warmer. No. Like there was no, no. reason for us to if it was warm it was because there was people in it all day just sweating in hot breath and just gross because the tennis team would be in there the frisbee team would be in there the boys rugby team would be in there spike ball even yes would be in oh there. my god every team lacrosse would be in there yeah throwing balls while we had our practice as oh, well yeah. I'm like this is not smart you like have to look out for frisbees yes. coming by and yeah it was it was an interesting time <laughs> I didn't love winters oh, I either. hated winters in Albany. Oh, yeah. I just really haven't thought about that in so long. I know. Well, yeah, we, we were on the team together. Mm-hmm. That's how we met. And then Emily yeah. graduated in 2018? Mm-hmm. 2018. And she was like, F it, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm out of Albany. Totally. You grew up near Syracuse. Mm-hmm. So upstate pretty much your whole life. Yeah, definitely. And then you came out to Colorado. How was that experience? Because uh, I did that a few years later, but mm-hmm. you you were the one who kind of came out to Colorado. It was crazy. So when I was looking at pharmacy schools, I was like, I'm out of New York. I can't. Nope. I don't really have any family here. I don't. 
have I have friends, but they're not you know worth staying. Mm -hmm. And the program we got into was yeah. just something that. Well, so when I was looking at schools, I just was like anywhere that's not here. So I just mm -hmm. scrolled on the website that has all the schools you can apply to, right. and I was like, I don't know wherever I land, I'll apply. Mm -hmm. And I landed on Regis University, which is in Denver. Right. So I was like, I don't know, this is in twenty seventeen, and I was like, I guess people like I've heard good things about Colorado. Yeah. I had no idea it was like the thing to move out here mm -hmm. until I moved out here. I was like, oh, everyone and their mother moves here. Yeah, and I think that wasn't a big part because you would tell the team, like, oh, I'm going to Denver, and everyone's mm -hmm. like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. But it wasn't hyped up the no. way it is now where it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like glamorized, yeah. yeah. Like Denver, oh, my God. Mountains. Just exactly. random things. Um, and so I was like, whatever, I landed on it. I mean, I could have landed on someplace in Idaho or something. And I'm like, thank God I landed on somewhere cool. Yeah. Um, Idaho. Idaho. Well, I hear Idaho, Idaho is like the hidden gem of the West. Have you heard that? No. So they... See, I don't know anything. We got to watch the documentary. I watched the documentary on Utah. and Or, sorry, not Utah. Idaho, you said. <laughs> I am talking about Idaho. I said Utah. Um, my sister went there when she was looking at moving to Washington mm -hmm. at a certain point, And it was gorgeous. They have like these hidden mountain ranges mm. and like um, gorges and I don't know. That's I, cool. Okay, I maybe really I should have said like Indiana or somewhere just completely Midwest Well, you didn't know it was cool. Nobody no, knows sure. it's cool. That's um, like the hidden, I didn't spill the secret, Idahoans. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you have any Idaho listeners or friends? <laughs> no, I don't at the moment. Most of my listeners So in are, the future, they'll come back and be like, you know what, fuck this podcast. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, oh, she sent everybody here, what the hell? Um, yeah, so then I just was like, I guess I, I got in. I moved, oh, I came out for the interview and I was like, this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. If I get in, I'm coming here. So I had other interviews with other schools, but I got accepted to here before them. So I was like, why okay. would I interview at these other places that I don't want to go? Right. So I accepted this offer and then I was like, I guess I'm moving. Mm -hmm. I sold all my shit. What was that time frame like between when you got accepted and then when you had to be out here to start your program? I got accepted like very early March. Okay. And then program started in August, but I knew I wanted to be out here sooner than that. Kind of like settle in. Yeah, find my way. Like, I, I've only nannied, like, outside of school, and mm -hmm. so I was like, I need to find a job out there, meet a right. family, have a summer to make some money, because I knew I was going to be spending a lot coming out here. Right. I didn't have, like, too much saved up, just student loans, basically. Mm -hmm. So I sold, like, all my furniture. I came out with just whatever fit in my car, which was, like, some pots and pans and clothes. Right. Maybe, like, my TV. And you and, drove yeah. from mm -hmm. New York out to Colorado. Yeah, with Alyssa, our right. rugby coach, who's, like, one of my really good friends. Yeah. And I didn't know anybody out here. I didn't have anything. Mm hmm We just, like, I found an apartment. and I Oh, yeah, that little floor. place in yeah. Wheat Ridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I slept on the floor for, like, a couple months, and then I just would slowly add up furniture from Facebook Marketplace. Right. I told a lot of people, I'm like, I only have a car. Like, I can't, if you have something, if you could bring it to me, I'd, I'll pay extra. And, like, everyone is so nice out here that it never needed to be a thing. Right. But when it came for, like, my couch, and I ended up finding, like, bedroom furniture and all that. You can that. find some good stuff on Marketplace here. Oh, my here. God. Well, everyone's moving in and out of here constantly. So That's it's true. all brand new, beautiful things. Yeah, and, and especially with the college kids and, like, bowling. Yeah. Or even at DU, mm -hmm. they just get rid of their stuff at the end of the semester. Yeah. So I got like a great couch for ninety bucks. I got my bedroom whole set, like iron and cedar, whatever bed frame, and came with a mattress and a top, like everything. This guy yeah. like, he never used it. It was like for his kids or something. That's sweet. I got that for like three hundred bucks. So I just rented a U-Haul one day with a friend, mm -hmm. and then we just I just slowly stocked up my apartment. The whole thing is Facebook Marketplace. 
That's sweet. Yeah. yeah, the first time, well, the second time I came out to Colorado, my uncle lives um, here. Mm -hmm. The second time I came out to Colorado, you weren't here, but we stayed in your apartment. That's right. Yeah, so I, That's or did right. I see you that time? No, I was in Hawaii with my sister. Yeah, she and we were like, there. yo, we have a, a layover. Can uh -huh. we, like, stay in your place? And you very nicely let us. Yeah, but I was the, like, there's my car. Go for it. Yeah. I'm, like, totally down for that. And your, <laughs> your windshield wiper fell oh off when That's we were driving crazy. to the airport. Because that never happened. It was, like, snowing super bad, right? Yeah, it was, well, I don't, I, I forget what you guys were saying, but I was like, oh my god, that's so embarrassing. I'm sure it's never done that. It it was just snowing and it was like wet snow yeah. and then with the fro the freeze. That's here, scary. It was so scary. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> dude, it's fine. We survived. Oh, because you took my car to the airport. Yeah, because you okay. were coming home a few days later, so we were gonna leave it there Swap for you, there. I think, and then you were gonna grab it. Some some overlap, but yeah. But that was crazy. That's true, yeah. You were in that apartment before I even, like, met you in Colorado. Yeah, I know. Funny. So we used to hang out in college, and then I stayed in your place, <laughs> and you weren't even there. One thing I have learned about Colorado is you always need to have antifreeze in your car. Oh, yeah. Like, I will get on the highway, and it's snowing, and it's awful, and it's freezing, and I... That's everywhere. Run out of when, antifreeze? When you were out of it, when we were going skiing a few weeks ago, I was like, Misty, oh, WTF. You always have antifreeze in your car. And the thing is, like... That goes I, for anywhere, listeners, not yeah. just Colorado. Always have antifreeze in your car. No one likes a dirty windshield. It's important, and it gets to the point where you cannot see. It's You're dangerous. just wiping the salt and ice. I was like, pull over right now. We just have water, so I'm going to put it on your windshield <laughs> and find a freaking gas station. And then we buy. went to the gas station, and there was none left. And then we yeah. had to go to another mm -hmm. one, because for some reason antifreeze sells out so the next time i bought it i bought four of them Good. and i keep them mm -hmm. in my car and Good. one in john's car exactly don't want to run out of antifreeze and we were actually it wasn't my car that we were in it was it's my true. boyfriend's car but i also ran out of antifreeze i'm, gu <laughs> I'm guilty of that as well oh so God. i can't put it on him um but yeah that's that was wild mm -hmm. did we we bailed that day too yeah. so we were colorado's amazing Skiing's amazing, but the problem is there's so many G-dang people who are going mm -hmm. skiing. So if you want to go on a weekend, we left at like 5 a.m. Yeah, we left super early. We got, we started approaching, for those who know, we started approaching 470 um, to get into the mountain, or 70 from yeah. 470. Mm -hmm. And there was a line, we were taking 470 west, and there was a line, you could see it out to Denver yeah. and into the mountains of traffic i've yeah. never seen it like I think that it was before. like early february so yeah like hot snow season was good it yeah. just snowed the night before it was definitely gonna be like a great day but it would have taken five hours just to get to bail yeah so we're we're not that dedicated mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everybody else on the road probably is yeah we were like let's bail we're yeah, bailing we, we're we going home we're like okay next exit we're out of here it's not worth a five-hour trip there to ski for an hour to have a five-hour trip home. Yeah, and the traffic this year has been, like, I tried to go up to Breckenridge. Mm -hmm. We skied for two hours. We just got so fed up with the lines. Mm. Granted, we did go on President's Day weekend, which was um, not a good weekend to go. Um, but the, it was crazy. Isn't that weird? That's like a blackout holiday, President's Day. Because yeah. we were going to Vail with, like, some other friends that were in town, and they were like, oh, it's a blackout day. You can't use your pass. I think it's I because like, people are off, me? and they want people. I to... had no idea President's Day was, like, a, a holiday. You don't get off. President's Day off? Not for school or anything. So we that's did in Albany. No idea. I, 
I feel it's like four we years did. ago now. Yeah. But like my school, yeah, they don't care about. But what I've realized is holidays in Colorado are way different. Like in New York, you get every holiday off. Mm-hmm. Like you get Rosh Hashanah, you yeah. get. Um, well, I think that was more in Albany because of the like amount of like Jewish community. There is a high Jewish community in Syracuse. I never even heard of Rosh Hashanah or like Ram Kippur or any of these things. Okay. Until I went to Albany. Oh, okay. I never even met a Jewish person until I went to Albany, and I was like, wow, yeah. this is quite a so that, like, heavy population in the city. They're like, yeah, you idiot. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I am from a very small upstate right. town. I just had no idea. So in Long Island, there is a very large Jewish community, mm-hmm. so we would always get those holidays yeah, no, off from mm-hmm. school. Like, I went to yeah. I went to see the script last I night. I actually did see that. I was going to ask you. It was, was so that? much fun. I, I always have liked the script. Mm-hmm. I've never been a crazy big fan yeah. but i've listened to their music and i liked them a lot mm-hmm. but that they were really good live really fun and mission bar have you been to mission uh-uh. bar it is probably it's become my favorite venue and you get a general admission ticket you stand on the floor it's oh, never cool. super crowded so yeah. you have room to move around it's like it's a great venue i've like not even been to a concert actually i, I did see the lumineers in September okay but that was like a very small it was like the Boulder theater I think it was like okay tickets go on sale tomorrow if you want to come see us boom and I was like oh shit yeah so I on really quick bottom and that's when they played like their whole new album okay so we were packed in there tight right um, I'm sure like, a lot of people wanted to see that especially be, if they were releasing yeah. a new album oh my god it was so cool um, all right uh for the last 10 minutes we're gonna do a rapid fire question round so Emily are you ready sure all right let's do it if you're in a zombie apocalypse, who are the three people that you're going to bring with you? And why? As in anybody? Anybody. Let's say, like yeah. I have to know them, like, personally? No, they can be celebrities. You can say John Wick, because he's badass and so kills people. So they can be people. fictional? Yes, absolutely. I think okay. that's a good. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, then Jason Bourne, because he's Matt Damon and sexy. And, and he's so good in those yes, movies. Yes. Um, but he's like a love of my life. Um, <laughs> nice. I mean, at the same time, it's like, I guess my boyfriend. All right. He would help us survive for okay. sure. Um, and then Nipsey, my cat, because I love him so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of cat is he? He's a str- um, he's I mean, he's he an res- orange yeah, cat, Yeah, we rescued right? him. So I think he's called like an orange tabby. Okay. But, like, he's just a little cute thing. I love him. Nice. Have you ever been told you look like someone famous? I have. If so, actually. who was it? Um, I get told this a lot and a lot of times by strangers on the street and I don't, I don't see it I'm at curious all. because I have never... I get Kate Hudson all the time. Really? Yes. Like strangers Hold in on. the airport have stopped me. Strangers in the street have stopped me at sandwich shops, like after rugby games when I look like hell. I swear all the time since high school. And I don't know why. But, like, she's beautiful, so I take it. She's gorgeous. Oh, I take it, but I'm, like, I'm not blonde. I don't really have, like, Maybe it's the, it's the eyes. Uh, people say it's, you like, have, a shape. You and have like, really nice eyes. Thank you. You do. But I I'm think like, that what? might be the... Her? I'm like, thank you so much, but you're crazy. Do you she's get told anybody? No, there's not a ton of... <laughs> Lucy Liu, or is that just racist? <laughs> no. she's beautiful, too. I don't even know who that is. What? Have you ever seen Kill Bill? Um, I'm a jerk. No, I haven't. Oh my god. I know. My favorite Isn't movie. that a, Qu- it's a Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I gotta get She's on also that. in Charlie's Angels. Um, oh, okay. What is the most embarrassing fashion trend you used to rock? 
Um, ugh, probably gauchos. What? I don't even know. Oh my god, I'm, Misty. I'm Googling up a Maybe story. Maybe they were before your time. Gauchos You're like a year older than so, me. Uh, but like sometimes when were you it just born? takes 96. October 16th? Yeah. I was only born a year later in December. Sometimes it just takes it. Like, if you never heard of them. These pants? Mm-hmm. They're pants. But, like, when you sway in the wind, like, they can look like a skirt. And, I don't know, they went, like, past your knees. So, like, I wasn't a very girly girl. I wasn't either. So, I didn't like short skirts. I didn't like short shorts. I liked right. longer. Yeah. They're I so adopted ugly. a little bit of your style in college. Mine? I loved how you would always rock the jeans and then, like, a nice fitted hoodie. And I would put that on, and I'd be like, man, this is comfy, and it looks not (laughs) bad. Yeah, my mom would always yell, I'm just like, why do you always like a tight hoodie? I'm like, I just like them. Yeah. I don't like big baggy, which is not the popular opinion. I like like tighter hoodies, too, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I feel like then you can really dress down, but you don't look super, yeah. You you still look presentable, I feel like. But yeah, I I adopted that from you for sure. I used to call you, now I call you Emily. I used to call you Bew. Mm-hmm. I still have you on my phone as Bew Bewis. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Because oh I was like, I have to have a first name and a last name. That's I so don't know funny. what to do. I love that. Yeah. If you had your own late night talk show, who would you invite as your first guest? Um, oh my gosh. Just note that you are my first guest. <laughs> I'm like Conan O'Brien, probably. Oh, okay. Um, I love him. I think he's so easy to talk to. He can make conversation with anybody. So. Okay. But like, it would easily, quickly become his talk show, I feel like. Gotcha. But I listen to his podcast. That's probably why I'm like thinking okay. of him first. Um, who would I love to interview? Probably any of the guys also from like Workaholics. I feel okay. like I would really get along with them well. I, I feel like that's your podcast. vibe. Yeah. yeah. And so like I would just love to, oh my gosh, I would love to be on their podcast actually. Like any conversation they have, I'm like, I could have this conversation with them. Yeah. Like I would so be down for this conversation. I love this shit. Do you so. watch New Girl? I did. Okay. Big fans of New Girl, we watch it. It's We've funny. seen it probably about four times. Really? Well, we just throw it on the TV when we don't okay. have anything to watch. And it's so funny. They just came out with a really good podcast. I heard that. It is hilarious. Is it all of them? Uh, no, so it's just Zoe Deschanel, okay. uh, Lamorne, who plays um, Winston okay. Bishop, and then... Max Greenfield? No. Sad. Hannah, who plays Cece, which I love okay. Cece. Okay. I think Cece is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, I like... They're all so great. But Cece's just, like, so badass. She'll, like, go up there. She's a good friend. Do they get Schmidt ever? I'm like, he definitely they might pulls guess the show down. Schmidt yeah. is hilarious. That's who Max And he's like, is. yeah, and he's like, I'm a, I'm a Long Island Jewish boy, and I'm, I resonate with that so hard because I grew up on Long Island, yeah. and it's hilarious. And there's Do you a, resonate with Long Island Jewish boys? No. <laughs> no, but, like, just knowing that personality. No, sure. Yeah, and he'll, like, go he's home hilarious. and see his mom, and his mom's one of those, like... Oh, man, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. No, it is a funny show, for sure. It's really good. But their podcast is awesome. All right, next question. Okay. What's your favorite sandwich and why? Uh, Cuban. Cuban? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, why? It's delicious. Uh, corned beef and, like, I think it's Thousand Island dressing. Okay. Just, like, oh, just so good. That sounds great. With, like, a nice pickle. A nice pickle. On rye bread. Do you like chips with your sandwiches? Or Always, not? yeah. Always, Definitely. Yeah. Are you a potato chip girl or you're like, I need Doritos? If it's like a turkey sandwich or something, Doritos. If okay. it's a Cuban, I mean, probably fries with like ranch. Okay. Um, but potato chips, pro- I mean, I do always love Doritos, but 
just speaking of this sandwich, like it would probably just go better with potato chips. Okay. But a pickle definitely. Nice. That crunch is good. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a I don't like dill pickles. I know <sighs> I know. Like just cancel me now. I'm a bread and butter Ugh. bread and butter. Okay, I, I love bread and butter pickles, but only Mount Olive bread and butter pickles. I will have a jar of those sandwich slices. Really? Yeah. Interesting take. I used to do that in college a lot. I'd get a jar of pickles and a can of black olives, and oh that would my be my God. dinner. Ew, Missy. Yeah. Okay, well, we won't talk about it. Oh, it's pretty Lord. gross. It's like, it's like a pregnant lady. Yeah, I was going to say. It was gross. I mean, it wasn't gross for me, but people thought it was gross. Yeah. Salty. Yeah. I liked it though, but I'd be so dehydrated. If I did yeah, that up here, yeah. I'd be dead for days. Yeah. So you just get so dehydrated. I went to the I would go to the mountain and I started realizing I had to drink water. Mm-hmm. But like two gallons of water. Yeah. Or I would get off the mountain and I'd be beat. One of them, like I'd a chair like like say how much you have to drink to like stay hydrated, like for an hour. Like, oh, really? like yeah, like three bottles of water for an hour to stay without being dehydrated or something. And I'm yeah. like, well, I don't do that. I don't do that ever. either. Mm-hmm. And I think, I guess a lot of people obviously have trouble with the altitude. I never had trouble yeah, with either. it. Yeah, Which is nice. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? I really don't know, like, any. Okay. Well, yeah, give me some, like, popular ones. Uh, my favorite, though, is Denver Airport conspiracy. I actually don't know a lot about that. Okay, should we share? Sure. So there's a ton of conspiracy. Like why the, the horse is red eyes. Yeah, okay. so... He, the sculptor. I mean, I see that. Yeah, that the guy who. Real. Yeah, the guy who made it. The horse fell over and that. killed him two two days before he turned in the sculpture, and apparently, obviously, this is all conspiracy. And I go to the airport all the time, mm-hmm. but I do see shady stuff, and I just I don't really pay attention. I've never. There's there's murals of kids in gas masks, which is super oh, crazy. Where? Um, when you walk in, uh, the main, and I don't know if they're kind of trying kind of playing creepy. I don't know if they're kind of playing towards the conspiracy of it but they're like are well, what's re- the conspiracy okay the conspiracy is that it is a underground uh shelter for the new world the new order what quote the unquote, fuck? from the illuminati whatever oh people, my god this people is want so to believe random. different stuff but let me pull up some facts real quick because when they built the airport it was something like millions over budget if not billions um yeah, and there's a whole underground area, and the conspiracy is they're currently labeled tornado shelters, but yeah. apparently there's beds and like supplies down there. And I don't know who's coming up with this, so you know, don't shoot sure, the messenger. It's a theory. It's a theory. And it's a theory that I don't even. I'm interesting. Not no, I, in. I didn't know any of that. It creeps me out. But it's very interesting. Well, at least you're not going to the airport anytime soon. Yeah. Right. What about like the Mandela effects? Oh, those are crazy. Yeah, those are I crazy. Just heard a those new... got me going sometimes. Yeah, I just heard a new one. Oh, what was it? It was pretty wild. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But like the monocle on the Monopoly guy, he doesn't have one. Just any of those things. Like even the Target signs or like Fruit Loops. Yeah. Like the Toucan Kit guy. Kat. I don't know. Shit like that. Yeah, if there's a dash or not. Oh my gosh. So like those get me going. Do you sometimes. believe in Bigfoot? No. No. Do you believe in Yetis? No. Okay. Um, good to know. Oh, a crazy one is that. Where is it? I just saw it. Oh, that Elvis is still alive. Yeah, I actually did recently. See I that. just saw that Stupid. and I was like, that's not true. No did Elvis have a twin though? I is that a fact? I, I don't know anything. That got me thinking, like, but. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe, maybe I do sometimes feed into the simulation a little bit where I'm like, okay, I don't know, something crazy just happened. This is planned. All right, we'll do like three more questions and we'll try and not go on tangents here. <laughs> oh, what would your superpower be if you could choose one and why? I read this a while ago and I've like hung on to it ever since. The power to refill things. Refill your gas tank, refill your bank account, refill your fridge. I've Re never yep. heard that one. Yeah, no, I, like, I read that somewhere like oh, a few years ago and I'm like, oh my God, that's brilliant. Because everyone's like, oh, the fly to read minds. Like, right. no. Refill things that are empty. I have to go to the grocery store. I don't have to pay for gas. I can refill. Yeah, is that brilliant? It's witty. You just blew my mind. I know it's witty. I wish I could say I came up with it, but like I have to give credit where it's due, which I don't know actually where it's due, but okay. I didn't come up with it. I read it somewhere. That is mm -hmm. a good one. Mm -hmm. I always say I want to teleport, but with a plus mm -hmm. five, a so I can Ooh. bring whoever I want. Yeah. I don't know if that's how superpowers work. All right. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Okay. Iced coffee. Probably. Iced coffee. Yeah. I never used to drink iced coffee. I used to hate it so much, and now all I drink is iced coffee. I'm like freaked I don't out by really hot coffee. I don't like drink coffee much at all, but if like I had to choose coffee, I do like really want to go somewhere where like tea is popular because like it's all people drinking certain. I have a like, new friend from the UK. Yeah, and does does the, she they loves make coffee? Tea? Like, yeah, she's like the tea here is trash. I would love to taste like yeah good tea from someone that comes from a culture where they drink a lot of tea. Oh yeah. Cause like I'll just make like a chamomile and put a fuck ton of honey in it, and I'm like. Yeah, I'll make Earl Grey and yeah. I'll put like yeah. mad massive sugar. Right, and I'm and like this milk. isn't yeah. I wonder, I should ask her if they put milk in their tea. I'm Cause sure. Because I, oh my gosh, I was at a Dunkin' Donuts once in an airport. Oh, I think I was in North Carolina. And I got, I went to Dunkin' Donuts. I got what I usually get when I don't want coffee. And it's an iced tea with milk and sugar. Uh-huh. the girl put it on the counter. And she's like, what the hell is this? Oh, God. Because yeah, in mean, the South, they just drink tea, with, tea yeah. with, you know, no milk. Interesting. I don't do milk in my tea either, to be honest. But. Okay, so just me. Yeah. All right. Good, good. <laughs> All right, last question. Um, let's see. What did you have for breakfast this morning? I didn't because I was so nervous for my interview. Okay. But I usually always have uh, like a Costco breakfast sandwich. Ooh. It's just like a little thing that I do have a really weird, um, not ritual, but whatever thing for. So I microwave it on one side for one minute. Uh -huh. I microwave it on the other side for 30 seconds. And okay. then I put it in the air fryer for five minutes. All right. So you got like, your that's own That's like really group. picky. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. it's just what's worked. I don't like it too chewy. Right. I like it with, but it's got to be warmed in the middle first before you just air fry it. Right. So you got to heat it up what it needs. You got a system. Yeah. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't yep. beat the system you make yeah. for yourself. And that's then great. usually it was just like some juice or something. Nice. I love juice. <laughs> I got to get on the Costco the Costco membership. I have not been since we talked, so that's I got like, those Thai chili almonds mm, because they're so good. Yeah, I went with delicious. my friend. My friend who lives in this building has uh, a Costco membership, yeah. and then we'll always go with John's parents when we hang out with them. Mm -hmm. I miss Costco. It's it not even that me. expensive. It I'm never, just yeah, like, it's like sixty bucks a year, I think. Yeah, I'm just like I don't. I live in a one bedroom. I don't have the space to be bringing home bulk items so yeah i mean we usually just do like easy meals and yeah. like pizzas and stuff they're really good for that too like the only thing that takes up real room is mm -hmm. like the toilet paper and paper towels yeah like nothing we don't get any, anything else well next time you go let me know i will okay sweet all right i think i think we're gonna wrap it up for today but 
Do you have any closing words? How was your first podcast experience? It got easier. I was super nervous. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna freeze, but it's, no, it's just You're fun. so good at talking. It's just like, yeah, it's just talking. You just notice the microphone in your face, yeah. but it's actually, it's pretty chill. It's not too bad. Yeah. And I think that's why I wanted to do guests that I know to start is because uh-huh. it's very easy to have a conversation with you totally. or other people I know where... Let me get the like, talkers. Yeah. yeah <laughs> They'll fill up the space. Exactly. Yeah. And I talk a lot, but I don't want to talk a... Like, I want to have a conversation... Mm-hmm. And when I was recording myself for five hours last week, I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm making no sense. I'm going on these wild tangents. Oh my God. So it's really helpful to have some guests. Thank you for being the first one. Yeah, thanks for asking of me. Of course. I'm flattered. I'm honored. Yeah. So we will have Emily on again as we move through this podcast. So thank you for listening. Um, yeah, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>